leaves you, it leaves you chills that you will never forget the name of. E.T.? No. But why? Do you know what that is? Stop. Dust. Welcome to Cheap Popcast episode number 28. Yes, we just watched Money in the Bank 2014. Good triumph over evil uh, as it as it should yeah. do. Should do yeah. John Stewart's son must have been pleased. Yes, <laughs> whole Stewart clan. So I am Dave. Dave Rapidoo Rudden. And uh, with me are... Uh, Mike Stardust. Henry... Wait a minute. I don't want to say. Wait a minute. Wait Gilbert. a minute. Wait, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Gilbert. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> Ooh, nice you win this one. Yeah. <laughs> the most dominant competitor in the uh, I, I really today. brought it this time. I, yeah. I know for a second you really thought I was going to win. <laughs> Brad uh, is a two. No, he's a two sport athlete coming out of Illinois University. <laughs> two sport. Nope. <laughs> Field hockey and water polo, Cl- uh, tree climbing and coal mining. <laughs> what's what's the top football university in uh, Illinois? Do you think I know the Hoosiers? Uh, it's not it's not Southern Illinois University, so it, it's therefore, Northern Illinois by process of elimination. Uh, right? Northern, there's Northern, there's U of I. I'm gonna guess U of I. Maybe some weird other thing. Really feeling to the Bible Belt piece. I don't know. I've been trying to talk like Jim Ross, and he would say that Brett was a star player at his college. The star player at his college game. Hmm. Oh, a real guys, strong game. Back. Razorbacks. Well, these guys are blue chipper. You're moving your mouth way too much. These guys are blue chipper. Actually, I watched the NBA draft this week, and they kept using the term run and jump athlete to describe the players. And I was mm. like, well, that's two things you want out of an NBA player. You would hope so, really. <laughs> Man. <laughs> He's a, he's a guy that's always running and jumping. He's not a power lifter. That's yeah. basically all that tells me, and that's probably for the best. The one, the one thing better is a run, jump, and throw athlete. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he'd be playing baseball. Well, you he throw, jumps throw into the home. bat, sh- run, jump, and shoot. There you go. Okay. There you go. Sorry, sports talk. Yes. So we just watched Money in the Bank 2014. It was good. It was good. good. Yeah, largely good. Yeah. I'd uh, say it was 50-50 straight down the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So as we usually do, let's go through the card. Uh, Fancy, yeah, and surprisingly, I thought like they almost always start out Money in the Bank pay per views with the Money in the Bank match. When just they've be- got two, yeah, yeah. Well, like I mean, this is the first time since they've combined the titles into one that they've had a Money in the Bank pay per view. Mm-hmm. Whereas previous years, it would be two Money in the Bank matches and two title matches. Oh, weird. So you would have like those Money in the Bank matches early on, and then those would be like the winner of that match could potentially cash in later in the night and they would either it happened once with Kane I remember yep. and like other times they would just tease it like oh this guy's so beat up after his title match someone could cash in who won it earlier in the night mm-hmm. but 
yeah, tonight it was just like really off. Like they started with the tag team title match, which was the Usos versus the Wyatts. Well, though, first Daniel Bryan just said that he will, it'll be a while before he's wrestling. He doesn't know when he'll be back because he says like his arm strength hasn't returned yeah. yet and that he might have to have another surgery. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. He also said boner. That was funny. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that Bo Dallas got a spot on the pay per view. Mm. And, and that was a great for him to come out and be like, "Ah, oh, man, it must. It's really too bad you can't wrestle in this match. It must be a real pain in the neck." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so. I his really voice, his voice is the best part. Of yeah, me. Chris's description of him as the butters of WWE is really yeah. spot on. <laughs> yeah, such... Oh, Daniel Bryan, come on, he can fight. I was saying what really bothers me is the kerning of his teeth. <laughs> they are so perfectly spaced, like but improperly. Yeah, they're ah. like slightly too wide between each of his teeth, and yeah. he's always smiling. And it's yeah. like I love after he got called a boner, like the smile on his face, like. Ah. Yeah, that's right, John. Like he doesn't know what a boner is. <laughs> like, mom, what's a boner? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the opening match, the the tag match was really good. I thought. Yeah, I didn't uh, like the Wyatt family's new thong. New thong. <laughs> <laughs> their thongs are terrible. Uh, Freudian slip. Freudian flip. <laughs> uh, their new song. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's just some really weird generic grunge. Like that's the that's kind of a. Uh, a pandemic that's really swept the WWE over the last year. Like anybody who's got a new song. Kind of mm. sucks. Besides Stardust, yeah, very true. Yes. Like who, like Ambrose and mm. Rollins, their songs suck. Yeah. Cesaro's song kind of sucks. Yeah, mm. they're all I, just like guitars and shit. Adam Rose has happens. memorable music at least. Yeah. But uh, anyway, speaking yeah. of memorable music, my favorite. <laughs> I okay, was sorry. Okay, but I I I was sure the the Harper and Rowan were going to win. Like I thought, it's been a while that the Usos have had it. Got yeah. it. Okay, sorry. Your comment where you were saying about how when the kid sings the whole world in his hands, and they have that now. That's part of their theme song, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and so, it's yeah. like, and it's Tyler, the perfect child from Wonder <laughs> yeah, Shows. That's what he said. Yeah. Yes, that was great. <laughs> but they had, and, but like just last week, they had like a Zydeco version of the whole world in his really? hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a really like that's minimalist. More fitting. Yeah, and now like it works perfectly because people like to hum that song, whereas mm-hmm. now it's just like some generic, stupid Southern mm-hmm. rock I don't know. Yeah, it did not yeah. work for me. Anyway, the match seemed pretty run of the mill, to be honest. I mean, it was slightly above average. Yeah, it was say. above average. Well, and it had it had a lot of it had a few really fun false finishes, as yeah. they say. Yeah. And Luke had a lot of good moments. I feel they're kind mm-hmm. of trying to break out on their own, which I appreciate. And mm-hmm. I don't think that they have. I don't know whatever it takes, but isn't their whole like gimmick that they're like the goons of? They're the goon squad. Yeah, they're like, not brainwashed goons or just believing cult goons. So it's like, I how can goons. they ever have their own characters, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They but they've always been like the guys who would lose for Bray. Yeah, so right. it's not like they were even that dominant. Like they're just big guys who who have been beaten. Yeah, like, but then I feel like this. I mean, I haven't watched the the week to week shows lately, and seeing them actually put on a match was like oh they this seems better than they were like several months ago yeah like mm-hmm. they were doing like luke harper had way more or felt like like not high flying spots but way, at least feet leaving the ground more yeah. often like, <laughs> he yeah. did like a drop kick and shit yeah uh but the Ru- i do Uso's feel those retained yeah cool. yeah i really thought like you would either see bray or the other two wyatts mm-hmm. win their match tonight and the fact that neither of them did it's like so bray lost at wrestlemania no, he, he had, won, oh yeah, yeah. He he won the next month like on that really stupid, fluky, weird. The worst win in the ever. cage where, where yeah, they both where like, Tyler sung in John Cena's <laughs> face, and then the next month he lost. So it's like they kind of are losing. Like I you, I know you can 
lose a match and still come out looking good, but like there's only a certain extent where that can still yeah. Happen. You yeah. Ca- if you keep coming up short, you then just turn into Alberto Del Rio, oh, like God. a loser. Man. Yeah. They blew all their runs on turning uh, Dan O'Brien into a fake member of their cult for yeah. like three weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. that was remember that real bad. <laughs> if only they had known what his neck was made of, and they would have just <sighs> totally skipped yeah. over that. It is so sad. <laughs> his neck is running on borrowed time. <laughs> uh, so moving on to the next match, uh, Paige versus Naomi for the Divas Championship. That was good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was actually mm-hmm. good. Uh, I almost both wish very talented. instead of doing uh, one good Divas match and one really hokey crappy late one later on they would just put all the time into this one because mm-hmm. yeah it like it started a little slow there was it was a little bit weird a little bit botchy but it really it picked up at the end could have done without the like cameron doesn't like her friend they really weirdness. were letting you know that was the upcoming plot line <laughs> but yeah. it didn't they, pay off like they're still setting it up but it's like here's a fifth like here's a complete 180 change like oh i'm not interested yeah. in this and then oh but it's okay yeah, yeah. this doting like yeah, it's yeah. just like no you're i don't get it I guess I'm you sure gotta save I, something for Battleground. I'm sure if we watched oh, yeah. Ultimate Divas, we'd have a more inside line on this. Total one. Divas. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> I guess now this... on WWE Network room, so you can catch up. <laughs> but only the first season. I got a lot of catching up to do. If you want to see the, <laughs> let me just want... take a sip from my Kickstarter and subscribe. <laughs> if you want to see brand new episodes with new drama between the Divas, <laughs> then you got to see them all live on E Network. I really don't. <laughs> it did make me think though that they keep building Stephanie and Brie, and it's like I wonder if they will try to build to a like. Because Vince McMahon eventually got in the ring and wrestled, and they really want her to be the new like super heel. Stephanie has wrestled yeah. in the past. What she about got, Triple H and Munster though? She got thrown into a pool of poo She's last joking. week. Well, I've been like, when did she actually wrestle a match? She was She's a right. women's champion at one yeah. point. Oh, well, She's sure. also like in crazy shape. She's been for a long time. Like once, once Triple H got super serious into bodybuilding, like so did she. Like, yeah. well, how, that, how, how, al- that's also like she's sort of the main thing on Total Divas, right? What Steph? Well, Brie. Oh, Brie. Well, the Brie and Nikki, like, because right. mainly because th- through I just them as- you get to see Daniel Bryan and John right. Cena, and I just honestly. assume all that stuff ties in the Total Diva in a way I will never understand because I didn't watch that show. But my coworker clips. does watch it, and she's always like, "Oh my god, did you see Brie last night?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you tell I did watch his her husband punch a dude in the face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it does seem like there. I mean, how many years has it been since she wrestled? Uh, Stephanie. Uh, a few years because you took time off for having kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. Remember when she used to do those huge elbow drops off of like the tri- Triton Town and stuff? What? No, that, that was Shane. Yeah, that was Shane. Yeah. That's, yeah. But no, I, I remember <laughs> when like a year into her career, her boobs greatly expanded. I remember that. But uh, yeah. that was, that Me was too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so moving on to the next Hard match pivot. Uh, the unannounced uh bonus attraction of adam rose versus uh, damian wow. sandow aka paul revere i forgot yep. that happened yeah poor damian sandow the winner of last year's smackdown money in the well not smackdown but the blue case money in the bank yeah he won it now a year later he comes out in his goofy dress-up character again yeah and it's just like, bleh. I feel like Damien Sandow is good. Like, he is really, like, all right, is he above yeah. Intercontinental title level? Maybe not. But he's entertaining. Like, at least, at least this lets him be funny. But it's it feels like such a waste of a good guy. Yeah. I also feel like they just palette swapped him to make Bad News Barrett. And now Bad News Barrett's <laughs> getting the push. And so <laughs> Damien Sandow just languishes. Why I like it about Damien Sandow that he is, like, I believe he is of, like, Arabic descent. 
I, mm. I think, but or Middle Eastern. Let's just say Middle Eastern, just cover all my bases. But <laughs> Good. but the the important fact is that they never they didn't make that part of his character like at all. They're like, no, no, no. You're just the smart guy. Yes, you're a smart, uh, a swarthy, bearded gentlemen i like how that's considered progress that. in the wwe in 2014 is it like yeah. they're not race baiting him it's really cool they're really coming along <laughs> they didn't with go it. for the for the absolute lowest hanging fruit they <laughs> yeah. went a little bit higher like now we could just have the too smart for you guy right. yeah. meanwhile the rest of the world has moved on entirely but then so, when the, I, so the arab as the intellectual and the i think the other guy is south african playing yeah. the what's his face from russell Get brand. To the, yeah russell brand yeah, I character. when he came out and I realized it was a match between them, I was like, well, so Damien has to lose to the comedy character. See, the funniest part about that is that he came around the same time as uh, Bo, Bo Dallas. Yeah. And Bo Dallas and uh, him, to me, are basically, they took Andrew W.K. and cut him in half and then took one <laughs> half and made Bo Dallas and the other half and made Adam Rose. <laughs> it's like the party hard guy's over here yeah. and the stupid po-faced, like, yeah. dumb intellectual guy is over here. Who would, who would have known that the party guy is kind of not fun? Oh, he's really not. I yeah. hate that character. He's I have zero reason but to But he's not him. a great performer either, I yeah. gotta say. And also, I've never seen Get Him to the Greek, so I had no idea that he was a reference to that. Yeah. So, I've seen this on message boards before, but like when they were referring to Emma being called up from NXT, but it's the same exact thing with Adam Rose, where it's the dancing Homer effect. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, this, <laughs> this guy is super popular. Yeah. On NXT because there's a small crowd, and then when he comes like up to the big leagues, yep. Like, and I, I love like, Emma, like she's super yeah. fun, and I love her like goofy, like clumsy shtick. And yeah, anytime I watch her on NXT, it's always really good. But then when they called her up, she got like one chance, and like and she's now, just like Santino's girlfriend. Yeah, and now they don't organic. do anything with her, yeah. which sucks. But whatever. Yeah, getting involved with Santino is a trip to the no yeah. TV time. <laughs> but like, so they brought these three NXT guys up at the same time, and none of them had lost. And it's like, I wonder who's going to get their first loss first. Uh, I mean, Adam Rose probably. I almost expected yeah. Adam Rose to lose tonight. But then there's also Rusev and um, Bo. Mm-hmm. I would think like, Rusev will. I actually think Rusev will lose first before yeah. Bo. Like, like, I have actually not seen Bo wrestle. Who's yeah, he wrestled either. so far? Uh, he only, yeah, he, he, oh, he had a Titus O'Neil match recently. Yeah. That was pretty good. Or okay, he's beat like Fandango twice, Kofi <laughs> yeah. Kingston twice, Titus O'Neil twice. What but, a pedigree! And then John Cena twice, which yeah, is odd. But, but uh, <laughs> it was a strong match. That was a dark match. Yeah, but it, yeah, like anytime he wins, he says like I'm ten and bow. Uh, 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 so he can never lose. I don't want him to lose. <laughs> his gimmick must remain. Yeah. God, all his both. It's so great. It was. Man, so awesome, but yeah, Adam Rose. Bleh. Yeah, Adam I Rose. even forgot what his finisher was. I saw him do it because he won. Oh, it's like a forward head slam or something. Yeah, like it's that. like Dean Ambrose's uh, thing. Okay. It seemed okay. Yeah. Like it. It's called the party fell. I know that. So up next was I would say the match of the night. Oh, oh yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. first Money in the Bank ladder yeah. match between Rollins, Ambrose, Ziggler, Kingston, RVD. And swagger. That Which was of, one of the better matches of the year for yeah. sure. Like everyone was going the whole time, unless they were in the black hole zone outside yeah. of the ring. Yeah. But everybody Which was just the, the, yeah. yeah, super agile, high energy. Like the whole match, really good. A lot of crazy spots. Everybody got a chance to look really cool. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like the whole thing was great. Everybody was driving like they were going as fast as they could. Yeah, and that there were moments where the we'll talk about it in at the end, but in the main event. It seemed very clear who, like, what two people would win, yeah. could yeah. win. But in that one, like, we even, almost believed for a brief second that Kofi Kingston would win when he went yeah. up there on the ladder. Yeah. And the fact they managed to pull that off says a yeah. lot. There it's was like, that, that well huge done. thing where he got Seth Rollins and, like, 
threw him or like what back, like suplexed him onto a ladder that Oof. was hanging oh on the rope. God. This yeah. huge spot that like will get played over and over again because it went really cool. Yeah, bounce, but then bounce, and then yeah. he yeah. bounces around and it's like wow, there's nobody around and he just did a huge killer move. Yeah, it's just Kofi. Wow, what if he actually mm-hmm. wins? And then so for a brief moment, everyone's like. <gasps> Yeah. And, and, then, uh, but and, then, and then Dolph Ziggler also got to be close. There yeah. were like yeah. he, I loved his climbing up the ladder while his oh, yeah. leg Just was on, being hooked. Yeah, yeah. suplex from Ambrose to Seth Rollins was massive yeah, and yeah. super oh, cool. Yeah. His little flip cell at the end was yes, excellent. that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I really enjoyed that match, except for of course the ending. Well, yeah. the ending was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> The point of the ending was to make you hate Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's but it's not possible though. I mean, you, I, I can pretend to hate him because he's weird. the bad guy, which is fine. But it's weird how they they keep they'll do that, and it's like, well, yeah, they they want to make you like get away from like wanting him to do crazy spots and want instead wanting you to actively dislike him, and it's like. Instead, everyone's anger gets displaced now because everyone knows it's all written. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not that anyone did before. But you know what I mean? It's like way out there. It's way out in the open and has been for several years. But now it's like. I'm now mad at like the writers, not yes. Seth Rollins, because yep. I yeah, because yeah, they so. could have had Seth Rollins win anyway. And, yeah, and it didn't have to have that weird interference. Like he could have done something else in the ring by himself, yeah. or just I don't know. I it's, mean, it would have still been cheating. Yeah, but. and winning a Money in the Bank match is not like it's it. You're not proving that you're the best fighter. It's yeah. like you were lucky for this like 15 second stretch of the match. Right. You can win that. You can win a Money in the Bank match and not look like the big dominant face yeah. guy. And you guys mm-hmm. made the great point too that it's I think hard for a guy like Seth Rollins who's kind of well known for doing like big spots. Yeah. That you can't be a heel and do that because you're going to go over the whole time anyway. Yeah. yeah. You can only get oh, backdrop. The RVD was great. Like that whole <laughs> yeah. like you knew he was yeah. not going to win, but like right, yeah. to go out there and like be that high energy the whole time. It's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I didn't even miss Wade Barrett in the match. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's too bad he's hurt, but. Yeah. yeah, though, like through so taking the WWE logic, so Kane helped Seth Rollins win this match. Uh, not to be too spoilery later on. Why didn't Seth Rollins just interfere in the main event? It is weird. Yeah. Let's say he was spent. I guess or yeah. maybe he was too of a scaredy cat. He was holding his arm mm-hmm. at the end of the match, as everyone seems <laughs> yeah. to do. Oh, They're climbing uh, the I ladder. Think, like everyone is going home with injuries tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to more just Rollins Ambrose matches. After. Yeah, they're yeah. still amazing. Yeah. It is excellent watching them. That yeah. was great. Shout yeah. out to uh, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a great. Oh man, the like the jump off the, the rope, jump like, off the top rope bounce. Boing, was great. Just, oh, it's crazy too because they keep giving you these things where if yeah. he botches that, it, oh, it's yeah. gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he hasn't done it yet. They keep yeah, doing he, these things and he nails them. He has Good never, him, like, man. to my knowledge, like has he ever like in his. But when did this bit begin? Where like he is just the stunt man? Many Royal yeah. Rumbles ago. Well, okay. it, I think he started like with. With Money in the Bank matches, because like I think like oh yeah, three or four well, years Shelton ago. Benjamin was the first yeah. MVP of it, though he never won. Yeah. But he always had the coolest moments. But like I think one of his first Money in the Bank matches, mm. Kingston uh, did stilts, like because a ladder yep. had broken oh, in half, yeah. and he had like he used them both as stilts. Mm. And it was another, it was it was almost like last year's Royal Rumble, where yeah. it was like on the chair. Yeah, but yeah. It was, both cases it was like what you are doing is taking way much more time because like what he did was. He took these two pieces of the ladder. He walked to the corner so he could climb up the the turnbuckle. Then he put his feet on the ladder, and then he used them as stilts. And I'm like, the time it took you to do that, right. you could have just went outside and got a ladder. Yeah. The same like the same situation as Royal Rumble last year, where he went on top of somebody's announce chair and hopped with the announce chair <laughs> under his feet. Where it's like you could just kick yourself off of like the wall and like off the, the table, right. yeah, and the announce chair would roll over to the ring. And it's like you're 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 kind of 
uh, testing wrestling logic here. It's annoying me a little bit. <laughs> then when he did the handstand uh, all the way back, that was awesome. That was real deal. Yeah. Though also, you remember the uh, the one at Mania this year where he was tossed over yeah. the over the turnbuckle and then his feet stayed on the ring steps. That yeah. was great. He did that dive off the uh, barricade at Royal Rumble this last year too, right? Yeah. Or this year. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could not believe that he made great. that. That jump. was such a huge. Yeah, anyway, so basically, yeah. Kofi should only be fighting in uh, Money in the Bank. And yes, Royal he is Rumble. not a Multi-man good one v one. And yeah. if they could find out some kind of like hybrid match that combines the two, <laughs> he'd be set for life. Stunt match, yeah. Get the biggest, yeah. biggest pop from the audience, like. Which is funny because I had no respect for that guy like several years ago. I was just like total dropper. Who cares? But now it's like, well, he is right. a, he is a, a total dropper. For I sure. read a stat a few, I think a month ago, that he had hit 100 televised losses. Wow, Jesus! Like, more than <laughs> more than the Miz or uh, Zach Ryder, though. Well, they I don't would, get on TV. I anymore. would suggest, yeah, Zack Ryder just isn't on TV. Like he's, it's, yeah. he's not even worth beating on television. <laughs> I don't think Bo's beating yet. <laughs> no, he needs to. But yeah, if you have like a debuting superstar and you need, need to make him look good in his debut, Kofi Kingston's going to lose to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and Ziggler apparently. But at yeah. least he's got a good attitude about it, and that's why I like him. Yeah, <laughs> it's positive. All right, so moving on to the next match, Goldust. Uh, and Stardust <laughs> defeated Ryback. So that was good. Yes. Yeah. It was the first time I'd seen Cody as Stardust. And Same. Halfway yeah. through the match, it was when I finally realized he had red contacts in, which were also amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's just amazing how quickly he's taken to, like, yeah. being, like, his brother, like, this weirdly flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that stuff was not present when he was Cody Rhodes. Yeah. He's just, like, assumed it now. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. I was like thinking about watching because I mean we've seen Goldust and uh, Cody Rhodes versus Ryback, yeah, yeah. dozens of times this year. Because there's it, only like four tag teams now. Pretty much, yeah. But it was funny watching it because you just see him add basically this sort of flair and panache to like the same kind of moves that he did before. Mm. Yeah. So it's just funny watching him just sort of not mince. I won't use the word mince, but yeah. definitely kind of <laughs> just. He moves Lots his hands about. Flailing, yeah, it's just like what, when he normally would have done this move, he's like, now there's a cartwheel. Yeah. And then I do the move. Or th- that, uh, where He'll he put did, his hands together. He did the frame, like yes. framing <laughs> it for a shot and then kick. It was it was fun. You guys had a good joke, too, that the guy in the crowd who actually had the Stardust yes. sign hands that he made himself. There was some guy in the WWE back who just kicking himself like, yeah. why don't we have those made out of foam for sale right now? Yeah. <laughs> that will be oh, next present <laughs> by the next pay-per-view. Yeah, they got three <laughs> weeks. They got three weeks. Yeah. They're really good merchandising. Yeah. I'm really happy. Well, see the creepiness yeah. coming back too that's so yeah. i wonder if boston is the best place for this tag team to date well, no but, they did not seem to be getting a lot of energy yeah. from the crowd well yeah, but it's not sure. like well stardust isn't being well not that goldust acts all that effeminate these days but right. like stardust wasn't acting like i guess he was uh like david bowie he was ethereal in the way david bowie is yeah that is maybe slightly feminine but it is not like he's not hitting on dudes or he's not like grabbing them extra in a move yeah. or whatever. Right. Though I will say that at the end where they do their win pose and That's Goldust great. is kneeling holding yeah. the inside thigh of yeah. his little brother, that That's is weird. very... Um, yeah. excuse yeah. me and I think that's good that it's just like yeah we're gonna be creepy but Goldus isn't gonna come out and talk about biting your wiener you know right, it's, yeah. it's gonna be uh, it's family friendly unspoken uh, family friendly yeah incestual homophobia baiting <laughs> uh, so next match Rusev Versus Big E, I feel Big like this is, yeah, a little bit better than last month. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit more suspense to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like Big E would actually be the first guy to not tap out of the acolyte, and he was going to break out of it. Mm-hmm. And so then that I like that Rusev won with basically the modified. I love I love a submission finisher, and I like it more when they can modify it. Like I always loved when 
you know, Angle had his ankle lock. Yeah. And then if you really, like, it seemed like that wasn't getting the job done, you take both straps down, ankle lock, then do the sit-down knee bar ankle lock, and, uh, like, everybody tapped from that. And so... Or, like, Chris Jericho would... He would do both the walls of Jericho, but then, like... Boston Crab. At, at yeah. a certain... Yeah, well, like, no, there was, like, a different angle, and then it was the lion tamer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so it's nice to see that, and that's what, that's what Rusev did, that he pulled... Like he repositioned and arched the back way more for Big E to, yeah. to get the large man to tap. Yeah. But uh, well, meanwhile, taking the straps down did not work for Big E. Like, also, what are they big doing tit with this? E. Good. Yeah, sorry. What are they doing with this character now that he's like this weird sort of patriot guy? Because his promo seemed very stilted. Because like Big E is not a stilted guy when you put him on camera, but it's just like yeah. his thing was like, "I am here to defend America." Yeah, really I will weird. do it, and it's like it's weird. What? But then you okay. see him on Twitter and online; he's super funny and charismatic and interesting. Why? Like, I, why? We, I'm he... sure that we talk about this every single Probably. time. We do this. Yeah. Every pay per view. Yeah, every pay per view. Yeah. It is weird where it's like he is charismatic off of like TV, and it's like maybe he just can't turn it on. Yeah. I don't, well, well, they yeah, haven't given him just, much to work with. It's, it's just be like, like yeah, it's be so pro America. Like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of tough to make like be funny. Yeah, it just seems so clear. Like, this is a guy who's. Like has the body that they normally go after. Yeah, has like can actually pr- perform for fifteen minutes and give like a full high energy match and not need a bunch of rest holds and like kill kill time and and has a bunch of cool looking like feats of strength moves, but then cannot find a bit that mm-hmm. actually makes yeah. him mm-hmm. like get over with everybody. Yeah, he because just... a year ago he was running around with AJ Lee, right? Like, yeah, yeah, he was like he was the silent strongman. He, yeah, he was the heavy to. Well, he was the Barrett to Dolph Ziggler's Cloud and AJ Lee's um, Tifa. Tifa. Yes, there we go. Man, well, there was there were there's an act- I'm sorry, uh, the Barrett to uh, Dolph Ziggler's Cloud, AJ's Tifa. Tifa. There is literally there's a gif there's a gif online um, or th- I think the other comparison was Team Rocket, uh, okay. but nah, that doesn't make as much no. sense because it's a because that would be well then Dolph is Meowth no Dolph no Dolph is James <laughs> and oh Z- and Big E is Meowth which one is Zigzagoon I don't know Big E is way too big to be Meowth but it, I think it'd be like Bellflower or whatever there is a gif of the three uh. of, there is a gif of the three of them. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like uh, Biggie is clearly Machamp, you dolts. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. There's a pretty rad gif of the three of them, and it's like the uh, opening to a Final Fantasy VII battle, and it, it's, it's Cloud, Tifa. So Cloud is... Cloud is Cloud Dolph is Ziggler. Ziggler. Cloud is Dolph Ziggler, okay. Tifa is AJ. Okay. And Barrett... Okay, so they or, were. Sorry, oh, that, that is, is making sense. Big. Like they were, they all came out together. Boy, yeah, that took you. Okay. That took some time. And Final <laughs> Fantasy is a game for PlayStation. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So <laughs> if it's called Final Fantasy, why are there seven of them? <laughs> Excellent question. So that part where uh, he dived well, into. Uh, <laughs> why do they call it a Money in the Bank briefcase when there's no money inside? I know. Yeah. Can we like get that sound effect of me like going out the door, the door closing, the car <laughs> starting, and then the car <laughs> feeling off? <laughs> That uh, spear off the rope was pretty. Was, off the, that off was the a apron. super hard hit in Rusev's. That's like a. That's head. a big E pay per view special. Like yeah. he's done it a couple times, but only during pay per views, and it works the best when it's like, yeah, or, 
I'm 300 pounds. Are you 300 pounds? All right, let's do this. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. fun. Because we're both going to get the wind knocked out yeah. of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound like two giant hams. <laughs> Very but, true. But when you're, de- I think this was a really bad loss for him because when you're defined as the Patriot and then yeah. you lose, yeah. and not really even to like a lot of cheating. Like yeah. he just, no, got yeah. Rusev beaten. always wins clean. He wins right? clean. Like, pretty yeah. much. Never. Like never he was, does anything. He was weak. nastier, but he wasn't like cheating. Like he yeah. didn't hit him in the balls. Whole, or yeah, the whole thing makes no sense. Like, still, like character wise, yeah. it's just like, well, this, this guy's gonna be the the Russian gimmick, so somebody yeah. should be a USA in, gimmick in 2014. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, sorry, like that idea is like totally gone. And I wonder. If I mean, it, I don't like yeah. Russia legitimately, but it's right. not for you know. Yeah. I love America. Reasons. But then I. But the I thing is, Russia. like, my distaste <laughs> is real, not cartoonish. So. I'm like, <laughs> What do they do for him for uh, July Fourth? Yeah, exactly. That's... I feel like they just keep they're gonna just keep building him up to just feed him to Cena. Like he's just mm. the next eventual Cena. Cena. Man, the thing. Cena snack. Yep, the <laughs> Cena snack for a couple, one maybe two pay per views. Russia do. Okay. <laughs> uh, so moving on to the next match. Uh, Layla versus Summer Rae with Fandango. This hot, was the absolute low hot, light. Hot garbage. Awful, 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 awful. So bad. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. Like, again, it's shrieking women fighting over a man. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... And it makes out with them. And, yeah, a terrible match. And, and, and a, a bad match on top of yeah. it. If it was, and, like, the best match of the night, you can probably overlook, like, you can't think of anything to do for these characters other than, you slap with my man. Like, yeah. come I like the, the on. I like their PG way of, of insulting each other. Like, well, I have longer legs than you. Well, I have bigger breasts. But they have to, like... I think this went on... Meanwhile, Fandango's just licking his chops in the background. Yeah. It's like, whoever wins... Great, great. I, I win. I think, uh, Graham, was it was it you that pointed out his his tights said girls? Girls. Girls. Mm. Yes, his tights, I believe, just did said girls. Yeah. Say girls. But, uh, at least he's not he's not deluding himself about what his gimmick is at this point. It's like... <laughs> he's the uh, most po-faced character. I'll yeah. give him that. Because even his promos are just laughably terrible. But... That's why you've been he's funny, trying. He's trying yeah. to. He's trying to be that bad. But the, don't forget, he was introduced by beating Jericho. Yes, mm-hmm. let's not forget that. And that was a good move. Of course, Jericho is jobber to the stars now, right? Yeah, that yeah. is the sad truth of the situation. <laughs> he's made. He doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like any loss doesn't ruin his. Yeah. But it just seems like is he? Because I was into him in the WCW era, and yeah. then like after again after that, I kind of fell off. So I didn't see all the great stuff he did in WWE. Although that WrestleMania Rewind, I think, was just about him, so I caught up a bit on that. Yeah. But did he have like a I come back from my farewell tour kind of thing? Is that already happened? Because he doesn't seem super well, he, old. Yeah, now like four years ago, I think it was maybe five. He just said, "I'm done. Like I'm taking two years off, yeah. and I'm just quitting." And then he came back, and he had a pretty cool gimmick that was like he even said he ripped it off from No Country for Old Men, where yeah. he was like, "I'm not going to be the silly guy anymore. I'm going to be Anton Chigurh." Who will just be like super serious all the time and just like a, a killer? He basically he semi sort of invented like not counting Vince, but like he's the guy who comes out in like the business suit and is all like serious mm-hmm. when he talks about like how he's fighting in the next pay per view. And then he took oh, okay. yeah, and then he took a good deal of time off again, and then he came back with the laser jacket yeah. and uh, <laughs> that was weird, where he just didn't talk for a month. Yep, and then finally faced CM Punk and. Yeah. And that's when he became Jabber to the Stars and just lost, lost, <laughs> yeah. lost, lost. And I think like that around that point was where it was sort of established like, oh, are you a former WWE star and you're coming back for four to five months? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't expect to win many matches. Yeah. Like yeah. you'll look, you'll be on every pay-per-view. You'll be on every Raw, but you'll lose like 
I don't know, 60 to 75% of your matches, including every pay-per-view match. As a part, yeah, as a part-timer, like, that's the right way to use them. Like, a part-timer should yeah. elevate the guys who are there all the time. Just yeah. like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, well, he's, uh, he's the one he's, exception. Yeah. I still would just love to see, like, Dolph Ziggler and Jericho, who are, like, practically the same character. Well, they they did fight a lot. Oh, they did. Like, uh, Man, I really missed a lot. Yeah, 2012. Jericho <laughs> last year was... Uh, 2012 is for you, sir. Yeah. Oh, watch right. watch that year. Man, it was a bad yeah, year. Yeah, the SummerSlam in 2012. That was where yeah. we saw I, them have that. a really good match. Yeah. I'll watch that. And then Jericho lost the next night in a Loser Leaves Town match. Uh-huh. Which then was followed up with Jericho's awesome arrival at the Royal Rumble of 2013. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then he got thrown out and then lost to Fandango. Yep. Yep. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Speaking of disappointment, I just, yeah. I, I just, I just bummed because I missed apparently when he was actually wrestling and did a lot of his best stuff. Um, oh well. Yeah, his uh, his feud with Punk uh, at both Mania and then Extreme Rules, both really good matches. Twenty twelve. Did you miss his original run as well? I, I yeah, because when I watched him when he was in WCW, I was like, this guy's really fun, and mm-hmm. he and so like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand ish. And well, I yeah, I kind of fell completely off by the by ninety nine, and then, you know, I didn't watch wrestling again until basically Royal Rumble twenty thirteen. Mm. So his whole run with Shawn Michaels was great. Yeah, I thought. I still yeah. think like the promos he cut with The Rock are some of the best ever. Like mm. nobody could ever like light a candle to The Rock in a promo except him. I would say. Mm-hmm. Doe. Speaking of Doe, the huh? final match of the night was uh, mm. Cena beating Elbow Del Rio, Wyatt Kane. Orton, Reigns, Sheamus, and Cesaro in uh, the vacant WWE yeah. World Heavyweight Championship match. I, I kind of, like, I think a lot of people saw it coming because I yes. think the, the way that... SummerSlam. There's the SummerSlam thing. Like, they want a big main event for that, and I think what they're trying to do is uh, so, Cena versus Lesnar. Well, now it's which obvious. we've already seen, right? Like, uh, at Extreme Rules, but this is a rematch for that. Like, yeah. they haven't... They faced each other two years ago. Yeah. Mm. But now it's very obvious to see what, like, what Brock's schedule is. That it is WrestleMania, yeah. SummerSlam, and then two other pay-per-views a month, but uh, uh, every year. But, yeah. like, he has headlined three summers. This will be his third SummerSlam to headline if yeah. that leaked thing was true, which I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Bo and and his his match with Triple H was really good, mm, not great. That. But then the one last year he had with CM Punk was so good. Yeah, it was so freaking. It was good. the best. It was the best match that year. Yeah, I'd say. I think it was. I think it was too. Like the only other one I'd say was better. Like actually that night, Brian and Cena had a really good match. Yeah, but Punk Undertaker was incredible too. It was so. good. Yeah, I mean it started off slow. I think like at the beginning we were just noting like. None of these guys. There's no one who's jumpy like Kingston They're all is. Very big. Nobody's willing to get thrown onto things as hard as Rollins is. Nobody's gonna go through a table or go through a ladder. Like yeah. you notice, like there wasn't a giant table breaking spot for kind of anybody. Yeah. yeah, and then the hilarious irony of all that crazy shit that went down in the other one, all this high flying stuff, and then a rogue ladder nicks Orton's head, and yeah. he's gushing blood the entire. I That's know, crazy. just bleeding the whole time, and also that like Cesaro was the one who could do the most like crazy spots. Like, there, I mean, there were a couple good spots yeah. of like Roman spearing. Like Kane, Kane through the gap in the in yeah. the ladder, like that was interesting. And then what looked like it was going to be a feat of strength of Reigns lifting a ladder, and like, oh, he's going to throw two people over the top with the ladder, and it's like, well, wait, no, those guys won't fall over the top. Yeah, 
that I, I don't the, know. the load-bearing ladder will stop them. I liked that there was like that's something that's never like they've never configured the ladders. Before. True, like, true. The ladder architect for WWE. Sure. Okay. What you did right there was okay, like all right. nobody's done that before. And that like of like okay, of course Cena like brought it back up to right. balance. Okay, you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, we like Cena thinking they're no fun guys. Hey, hey, that's not allowed regulation. Yeah. But also, like, Cena's that- got a little whist. Like, <laughs> come on, guys, no running in the pool. <laughs> that uh, that ladder was too tall. Like when yeah. Cesaro and Sheamus were trading blows, like yeah. the the belts were slapping him in the face. Mm-hmm. Also, he made a uh, joker leading to a uh, bird seed bell. <laughs> <laughs> but they, that is too big. They also big. had the good. Cesaro and Sheamus had the good move of like holding on to the thing. Yeah. And that Bray got in his like backwards walk too. Bray didn't get to do enough either. Like yeah. he, he that was the thing. I thought maybe Roman or Bray would be shown to, as potential contenders, yeah. but they really weren't. Yeah. It was really just he was either gonna be Orton or Cena, and the way you're Cena going like Nah, Orton Orton already was the chicken shit guy yeah. holding on to the belts for months. Waiting to be beaten by somebody like yeah. they can't repeat that again. They're not. It's too early to give it to Roman. It's too early to give it to Bray. Too early for Cesaro. They definitely wouldn't do it with Sheamus or Alberto yeah. or and Kane neither. So. Yeah, it's also, too early to do that. It's too early in the geological time that is the WWE. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like for Roman at least. It's like you don't win your first title like in a ladder match because it's it's not that yeah. emphatic like you get if you get a three count over somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. something sure. that's a little bit bigger it feels more earned yeah yeah so like you know we were all hoping for del rio to take this right? oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah that, that is unbelievable that why are we seeing that match like he was the first i think he qualified before they were sure that that was going to be for the title okay. like they were thinking it was just going to be a standard contract match I mean he kicked Ray in the head twice real hard yeah good so for him. here's what I really liked in the match was seeing that they had similar they, the, ever since the Royal Rumble where they had Hogan and Warrior stand in the ring together mm-hmm. like that is a sign of Vin, what Vince loves to do of like let's have these two potential guys that could face each other in a mega match Stand with each other and see if the audience gets like a buzz about yeah. even seeing them standing next to each other. They've done it a lot of times, and they did it this time with Roman and Cena. Like they made it a big point of like, here's Roman and Cena alone in the ring. First time they've ever been adversaries like alone in a ring together. And since Roman has been like elevated to the guy out yeah. of the Shield, and so I think it is them teasing like that could be the Mania match. Like it could be Cena, Roman Reigns. I feel like they did it a little with Wyatt and Reigns because they did. Yeah, they did yeah. ta- well, no, they've had a match together, didn't they? Well, they had tag matches, yeah. But they, I think they had a one on like Reigns had a one on one. If they did, it would it would have been interrupted in the DQ or something. Yeah. So it, I no feel like or smack that match. It could have been. It could have like been an actual. I ending. feel like we watched one and it was like kind of disappointing because it was like, oh, this really wasn't as good because neither one of them are that were ready for yeah. singles. It, it, I, I don't think, I don't think it was on a pay per view. It might not have been. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Money in the Bank 2014. I think overall it was yeah. a little bit better than expected. A, yeah, and then Cena wins just like the the way the way Stephanie and 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 the logic, were reacting. The logic like, didn't make sense. Like if you're at ringside and you're angry, why didn't you do something? Like you literally mm-hmm. like completely yeah. made the ending of the the previous ladder match about like oh we have a uh, people have that a guy, work for us that us, yeah. that will interrupt. On behalf of us in this match, why didn't they do like okay? Maybe Rollins isn't uh, mm. 
able to do it, but like Triple H could have done it. Like anybody else could have done it. They could have hired yeah. somebody else new from the back, like the the locker room. But, yeah, eh. I do like that. Rome, like now, Triple H seems to be. Triple H got himself into WrestleMania shape yeah. and stayed in it for a couple months for matches. Now he, I think he's getting into the mood of like, let me just not have to work out four hours every single day. Yeah. Like maybe right. I don't have to stay in ring shape. Like I'm going while. to Buffalo Wild Wings and none he of was, you can stop. Yeah. He was eating a Hagen Dazs while watching the match. If you <laughs> didn't wouldn't notice, he, wouldn't he probably be at like SummerSlam or Survivor? He'll series? probably do something at SummerSlam. He does have. Well, yeah, the last year SummerSlam, he just refed a match. Yeah, let's yeah. cover the Pudge up with Chainmail. Oh, oh, actually, no, that was that was a rumored match I saw for Reigns at SummerSlam would be him and Triple H. Eh, like, that'd that'd be, be interesting. And I think like the the good thing about Money in the Bank is that it at least makes it the, appreciates and gains you yes. know, interest and value. Uh, uh, if you <laughs> deposit at Citibank, uh, <laughs> get a free toast. Uh, but like ju- no, just that it opens up the title picture a little bit. Like, of like Seth Rollins is not like super main event potential, mm-hmm. but like the fact that he has it, he can win the title cheaply because he's a heal. And like, no, he doesn't seem. He seems like the type of guy who even if he went after yeah. Cena after getting beat up, Cena could still beat him. Yeah, yeah, like, so, I mean, I think SummerSlam, I feel like Brock Lesnar shouldn't lose his first match after beating the no guy who never lost to WrestleMania. But if for some reason he loses at SummerSlam, then the ending is Rollins cashes in because yeah. Cena just got the crap beat out of him. But the thing is, Brock, if Brock wins and it's the title, like, he'll, he'll, how he'll, does he defend it? He defends but, it at the next pay-per-view, and then, I don't know, the next one after loses. that, uh, maybe that's when... Daniel Bryan comes back and wins it or whatever. I mean, it was the same problem with The Rock. The Rock, like, when yeah. he was the world champ, like, he defended it once against Punk and then stopped. Right? Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, so that'll do it for this pay-per-view. We'll be right back with some audio goodness. So keep it tuned. Awesome! I came to the play to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I came to the Welcome to the Break for the Cheap Podcast, episode number 28. This is your host, Dave Rudden, as I usually have for you during these short break segments. I'll talk about the Raw that followed up the pay-per-view. May not have been the best night in terms of in-ring action. The six-man tag was good, but everything else was kind of forgettable. And there were a couple super short matches that were almost throwaway. What really brought the show up was the sheer amount of shocking returns. The Miz actually seemed to have a little bit more pizzazz than usual, so that was cool, and the fact that it led to Y2J, Chris Jericho also returning, was completely out of left field. I'm glad they're not putting those two in a feud together. I think that the Wyatt family could be a good foil for Chris Jericho, as long as it doesn't devolve into Y2J making stupid jokes about the Wyatts, just like Cena did. I think that Bray and... I think Bray and Y2J could have some really good matches. They had uh, an excellent one in NXT uh, quite some time ago, so for them to revisit that could be pretty cool. Uh, AJ Lee is back, which is almost as big a surprise, if not bigger. Uh, I think a lot of people figured she was just gone for good since uh, she got engaged and married to Sam Punk and perhaps was pregnant, but I guess that's completely what did not happen. And uh, as I said before, I think the heel being so uh, cocky that they uh, give away a title shot is it's one of my least favorite ways for someone to lose a title. You know, going all the way back to WrestleMania 9. 
but it worked with Paige because she was not initially into it and was sort of goaded into it. I don't know if this means she's a heel now. Hopefully, it'll give her a bit more of a chance because she didn't seem to get off on a good foot with her title reign, so I think their next match is something to look forward to. And then you've got the NXT Divas that I think there's a couple of them that come up and really freshen things. Besides that, the uh, I, I'm of course as a person who loves battle royals, the sad fact that Bad News Barrett is injured, that sucks, but it's more than made up for by the fact that we're going to get a, a, a title on the line battle royal with the next pay-per-view. And, they, and they've only got three weeks to hype it, so... Uh, between that and a four-way title match, you know, it, it's looking like a, a decent car already, and uh, hopefully they can get a couple good more matches in there in the, in the short turnaround time. Uh, moving on, uh, some quick plugs for y'all. Uh, please support all of the Laser Time shows. Um, this week's Laser Time about immortality. I think I tried to sneak a Hulk Hogan reference in there once or twice. Uh, but it's a good show overall. It's just a bunch of us musing about whether characters are, are immortal or not. Uh, VG Empire. Uh, there was a re- recent Breath of Fire episode and another upcoming one that I'm on that uh, was pretty fun. Cape Crisis. Uh, Carolyn was on a recent episode and that was cool to hear. And that's another one where I believe I will be on again soon. VG Game Apocalypse. Always entertaining, cool post-E3 stuff with all of the uh, unexpected releases of the last few weeks. And, uh, of course, wonderful episode number 69 that is primarily focused on butts. Can't go wrong with that. Please visit the Laser Time t-shirt store. You can get all of the aforementioned shows and Chewpopcast t-shirts uh, right there in a variety of sizes and colors. Please use Amazon links. There's a bunch on the side of this site, and there'll be a bunch at the bottom of this article. Uh, And that about does it for the plugs. Of course, subscribe to this show on iTunes or whatever podcast delivery format you use. Please give us a good five-star rating and a a nice review. I always love reading those and seeing, uh, seeing the show get some traction on iTunes. You know, I've pretty much made this bi-weekly now and i hope to keep that up uh so yes thanks for listening thanks for all the support thanks for comments those help too now let's get back to the rest of the show and now back to hulk hogan's rock and wrestling Cracking open your Mountain Dew Kickstarter. And then disgustedly taking a sip of it on camera (laughs) so the Pepsi rep doesn't yell at the brand manager for the WWE. (laughs) The behind the scenes. This is the real, like, heel work that's going on behind the scenes. That was on the last Botchamania, that uh, clip that was not supposed to air of Michael Cole saying, you want me to mention the WWE 
the app again. Like I mentioned, like that shit eight times tonight. I said a shit ton of times. I've said it a shit ton of times because I've said it a shit ton of times tonight. And you know he's saying that to Vince. Yeah, like, Vince is like, God damn it, we pay a lot for that app. Uh, so speaking of Vince and speaking of money in the mm-hmm. bank, okay. money comes from advertisers. Yes, and I've captured some more commercials from oh, early boy. Monday Night Raw episodes. The smoothest, most organic transition I've ever Thank heard. you very much. <laughs> so yeah, usually they're of the uh, promo copy talking about what movie is going to be airing on uh, <laughs> USA Network after yeah. Monday Night Raw right. 1994 variety. Yep. Uh, but I thought Stay it, tuned after Raw for Chairman of the Board. Exactly. Uh, that's, not wet, that's not that far off the mark. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to start with one. This is a, a general commercial, but... Uh, I think Brett, you'll you'll appreciate this. I, actually, you'll all appreciate this. You're all Nintendo fans, and you're all Vince McMahon fans. So, all right, um, I'm ready. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers movie. Accurate. Accurate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> those segues, those segues are awesome. Look, I, I learned so from Master. That means it's hey. uh, November 1994, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Star Trek. really selling that promo. That Sorry. was good. Tell that us more good. about November 1994. Well, Star Trek Generations came out then. <laughs> they could have been doing it ended in December. Like, it yeah, 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 it yeah. So all the clips I captured for this episode were in the uh, November to January, November 94 to January 95 time frame. Checks out. I'll take it. Uh, and and just that clip. I mean, you can watch these. They're on the WWE Network. That's how I. That's how I got them. The this clip is which we are it, desperately looking to be sponsored by. <laughs> yeah. still, I bet they do. It's it. a still of Donkey Kong like holding the Nintendo logo that just like drops down like Poochie was pulled up in that. Clip. It's like <laughs> it's like him at the top, him in the middle of the screen, him at the bottom of the screen. It's wow. like three. It's a three it's... frame per second. Uh, <laughs> uh, clip Jesus there. Christ. Um, and of course, yeah, uh, Vince McMahon. Of all the people, beast like the beast is back. He's really selling that promo too. He's yeah. putting his back into it. He's pro- he was practicing for the Brock Lesnar return. <laughs> he's later. a showman. Vince is a showman. Yeah. If he's nothing else, very yeah. true. That's what he is. Uh, so the other yeah, the the rest of these are of the standard color common. Yeah, it, it's almost never Vince himself. It's whoever he's uh, like conned into doing <laughs> raw with him that week. Because at Usually that point, torturing sa- Savage. Right? Yeah, but at that point, <laughs> it was like a it was a revolving door because okay. November was around when uh, um, Savage left. Savage left and may have. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but really? uh, Benoit. Yeah, <laughs> he Benoit uh, <laughs> Stephanie in the Benoit. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so tying so, so tying into uh, monkeys here here's some more monkey business from another uh, episode of Monkey Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
Uh, I love that. It was corny, Jim Cornette. He's he's yeah. he's so good. Like such a piece of yeah. shit. Like so <laughs> he, funny. He of the Cornette face at the end of Botchamania. <laughs> that oh, he wow. now sells. Like he's totally into it. Like you go to his website and he's. It's kind of sad to the extent that he's selling his old stuff. He's like, it's just his internet garage sale. Like, I'll sell anything. I'll take it. Sure. I'm old Smoky Mountain. But he'd also. <laughs> Uh, he also like sells uh, the pictures of his face, like you know, it's his face. So why doesn't yeah. he sell? Yeah, like absolutely. he should make the money off the cornet face. I tried listening to his podcast, but like, and it is his podcast, so he can do whatever he yeah. wants, as I do on mine. Mm-hmm. But what I don't really like about it is I come for wrestling. He's stuff. talking about politics and newsrooms. Terrible. <laughs> 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 well, his his newsroom, the equivalent of newsroom for him is Kentucky basketball. Oh wow. Or Kentucky sports. Well, like, he has yeah, a Smoky Mountain podcast. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's also like, you know, I don't care much for Kentucky. I, I'm from yeah. Arkansas. Like, mm. so. That's fair. Checks out. I was yeah. in Southern Illinois and I am much cotton to Kentucky's woo. Yeah. I like their chicken fine. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Paducah. Man, this is like a totally fucking bizarre alien thing for me, like a California boy. It's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? You people care about those horrible yeah. places? Yeah. We're fucking California. We're ten percent of the country. Like who cares yeah. about your other co- states? Like <laughs> that is the only, mis- only thing worse than West. Western Kentucky is southeast Missouri. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is, to live there. That's a mistake. Head on yeah. down to Poplar Bluff and the boot heel. I think that's a mistake you Yankees uh, make is that uh, they think like the South like is all just one big thing. It's just like it's the South, it, but not like one big stereotype. State that state. I no, everybody hates to. each other. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all different flavors of the same stereotype. I mean, yeah, they they're very similar. The redneck, as David Cross said, yes. the redneck Juno voice Alaska. is everywhere. <laughs> I'm Juno Alaska. I'm from yeah. Bozeman, Montana. That's how we do it up here. <laughs> Uh, and other jokes from comedians. Yeah. Yes. Let's repeat all our favorite comedians' jokes. Oh, man. That's Sorry. a great one about the Kool-Aid man from Dane Cook. Hey, if they're sick oh. of that, there's no way they're still listening to Laser Time. That's true. Network, so. Here's one from a famed comedian, Macho Man Randy Savage. This is actually from the last episode that Macho Man was on of Monday Night Raw. Mm. Wow. So, like, the next week, Vince actually Dunstan comes on. checks out. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I have like I I've been watching well, I I watch these episodes of Rod in the background while I'm doing other stuff uh-huh. and like there are subtle little hints because they taped like three Raws in a row back then mm-hmm. oh, wow. so like Vince was like dropping little hints like oh it was the last time you're doing this and like hey uh, just like mm-hmm. little things here and there and then the next week like I think was the first time they were live after he left and like Vince was like all somber and like he didn't know probably what. Uh, mm. Macho Man was up to at the time. But well, was, hey, look, well, that's that, a rumored. It's a rumored that thing. That rumor thing is that what I had heard from no less than the million dollar man himself was that it was more that uh, like that Savage had more like just turned his back on them. And he yeah. said like all these other people are going to WCW, but I'm not doing it. We're together, guys. Yeah. And then the next week he's like, nope, I'm WCW. And he took the Slim Jim money with him. Yeah. So you can see why that's so they didn't weird. like that. The, like if Vince would just get mad about that, would he get so mad that he would try to never mention Randy ever yeah. again or, and let him die without going into the Hall of Fame? Maybe not. But so this clip, um, it's the final Macho Man promo that was made on Monday Night Raw for a movie. All right, won't be the last one on the show because I'm sure there's one or two that I missed from previous episodes mm. of my name. So they they might they might come it's come so back. Funny. In a I never form. saw these. That you were a new generation watcher. This was when I stopped watching. I like oh. vaguely tuned in because there was like well because the Super NES games yeah. like those made me realize who people were again. And I remember watching like very randomly like seeing Mr. Perfect wrestle or Yokozuna yeah. wrestle and like 
I have a vague recollection of Bret Hart and stuff, but yeah. not good. Well, like, this was all pre-Nitro, so, like, this was the only wrestling thing I had to watch at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was still, like, I was hanging on a thread of WWE fandom. And Raw was kind of a big deal because when you didn't have Raw, you just had Superstars, which was all squash matches. Yeah, and it was, like, Saturday morning. And, like, half of these matches, if you're listening to, like, what who they're talking about in the background, one established guy, like Adam Baum or whoever, mm-hmm. and then the other guy will be, like, Barry Horowitz or some other... <laughs> Poor Barry Horowitz. Yeah. That's kind of why I like watching... I like watching This Week in WWE because yeah. it reminds me of... It was either Sunday or Saturday. No, it was Sunday morning programming for, for USA yeah. of just their wrap-up show where they're like it was usually hosted by gene oakland and he'd be sitting in front of like uh he was in like their production room and yeah. had all these tvs behind him and he's like what happened this week well i'll tell you and he would just explain it all and that's <laughs> kind of what proceed this, to do that Sit down for me. one of my favorite gene oakland lines i i've noticed that he says all the time is like well i'm gonna have to take exception to that because uh, yeah. <laughs> he says that it's he loves saying that line so much it's right. like the old school uh, actually <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's so much better than actually. Absolutely. I need to start. I need to replace. I say actually. Not too all macho much. men. <laughs> I say actually too much, and so I need to. I need to get that one into my vernacular. You don't hear wrestlers say as much these days. The fact of the matter is, yeah. in conclusion, you do hear uh, announcers say a lot of follow us on Twitter and make sure to check yeah. us out on yeah. Instagram. You know, if you had the app, you could vote. If you had the app is probably the number one uttered (laughs) phrase by (laughs) WWE. If you guys could feel how much Dave wants to play this clip. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Look, it's the final final time that Macho Man had a pimp a movie on Monday Night Raw. And it is for a movie that is... Probably not up to par for it. I'm sorry. Right. It's it's kind of obscure, and I'm gonna I'm like for the next. It's an earnest movie. For for the for the next three, I'm gonna stop them before he says the name of the movie because three. you might not get them. Well, right. like this is a three round game. Okay. okay, I can only count to three. All right. All right, Randy Savage, drum roll. This is your time again, Jesus. ladies and gentlemen. The Macho Man Randy Savage doing promo copy for the USA Network. Go ahead, Randy. Christopher Walken and Lorraine Rocco. Rocco. What a sucker I, born every minute. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. They don't make these type of movies anymore. I don't think let's I don't think he's gonna say anything more about it, but let's see. Scam. Redo it. Wait a minute. And that's like another like that's little a dick little, move. That's another him. little hint. Like he says, "I'm on strike. I'm never going to do it again." Wow, that's he never so... did. That is a dick move that Vince was like, "No, I I'm not joking. Say it again." Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I thought he was joking at the time or at the start of it, and then when Macho said it again, I'm like, "Oh, he Vince meant it." Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you didn't finish that. You mumbled uh, it too much. It's yeah. also just such a relic of like when networks would have. A movie on yeah it was like we have to advertise this because this is like yeah no we have a movie on tonight guys it's not the normal crap we have on look we, we we haven't invented the scrolling thing at the bottom of the screen that says what's next yeah right. yeah Technology the little, the little animated yet. thing where like somebody stands next to somebody yeah. else and the logo for the show is next yeah, to them we don't have that yet <laughs> yeah it's, it, that's another and, 20 years away you know cable is is just getting you know yeah the penetration for cable is finally getting to a, a point where we can actually bank on yeah 
having an audience, and uh, we still got to like hard sell the Z tier movie we're gonna show mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. So the score is zero zero zero. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we're moving on to a new generation of pitchmen for movies. Uh, this is, I would say, it's a little bit more prominent, but it might still be tough to guess. Okay. Yes, indeed, the brother knows full well that the Undertaker is one of the more ruthless individuals here in the World Wrestling Federation. And speaking of that, here it goes. Promotional copy provided by Shawn Michaels for here Whoa. in the USA. Tomorrow, Clint Eastwood tracks down a band of ruthless cutthroats in the classic Western. Unforgiven. Mm-mm. Uh, the Outlaw Josie Wells. Yeah, there we go. That's a good right. one. Wow. I figured that was like a description for every single Clint Eastwood yeah, movie. Yeah, it kind of is. But, well, it was through a process of elimination that I figure they needed something more mainstream than the, any of the man with no name films. So yeah. that, so mm-hmm. I figured Unforgiven, but now wow. I realize that Unforgiven In is 1994? too... In yeah. would have been, been, yeah, too first run. They could not yeah. afford it. So then... 19, the 1970s outlaw Josie Wells. Josie Wells is good. Yeah. It is really good. It, it's not as good as the Leon films, but yeah. it's it's good. I think HBK might have some funny thing to say about okay. Bret Hart or somebody else. Let's see. Outlaw Josie Wells, USA movie, tomorrow night at 9, 8 o'clock Oh, I guess not. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so instead of a Macho Man, oh yeah, he did. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh yes. Oh doctor. The Undertaker versus Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, that, that what? is unbelievable. That in '94, that is a waste of like <laughs> everyone's time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this was pre Nitro. I think like Nitro was finally the Nitro the kicked him in the ass. That was yeah. like okay. Now we have to actually have two guys that are semi regular mm-hmm. wrestlers who win. Okay, we'll have to. Like, that's yeah. what I'm worried about in terms of, like, capturing clips like these. Because you can only do these promo things when it's Undertaker beating on somebody who he's eventually going to beat. We just have 15 seconds to say the movie before mm. the end of the match. Whereas, like, if it's Bob Holly versus Marty Jannetty, who knows who's going to win? <laughs> who cares who's going to win? Yeah. I, it's yeah. funny, too. If I was going for top three most lopsided matches that are <laughs> unbelievable that I could ever think of in my head... Undertaker versus Rick and Roller, <laughs> definitely top three. Yeah. Because Taker was a killer the minute he showed up. And by 94, he was very established. Yes. Like, yeah. I ended up in some Wikipedia hole. This just reminded me of, like, speaking of, like, random people who win or lose. Like, I ended up looking at, I think it was Buff Bagwell. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, no, he then he was active after this thing and then wrestled in this thing, this, this smaller thing afterwards, and then blah, blah, blah. And then reading, reading, reading. Lost to Norman Smiley. Yeah. In like wow. in like the two thousands or something, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. like now Norman on, Smiley's still yeah. around. He's Did, a, I think he does training in uh, oh, NXT. Oh wow, that's Did, why every NXT call up does the uh, the big wiggle. <laughs> Remember that when Norman he pretended Smiley. to slap the butt? That, that, I think you've told me that before. <laughs> His yeah. big wiggle, yeah, which is funny. He got famous for that because he is a very traditional like yeah. catches catch can style. Yeah. British wrestler and mm. uh, a British style wrestler. I don't know where catch catch from. Can. Very nice. that's, that's the term. That's, that's the term. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Did you know that, uh, the ultimate warriors last match was against Orlando Jordan of all wow. people, which knowing, knowing ultimate warriors thoughts on homosexuality is very mm. surprising to me that he would wrestle Orlando Jordan, Jordan, who is it? 
Do you guys know Orlando jo- know. Jordan? He was great in uh, Evolution. Evolution. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was a member of. <laughs> we were all waiting for. Him. He was a member of JBL's cabinet, <laughs> and he left WWE partially because, like, he he's Wait, open. We also, Evolution. He's open about being bisexual, but they didn't want to do a story with it. And apparently, like, according to Bob Holly's book, they were all kind of uncomfortable. Of just he keeps bringing home guys to his hotel room, like it's making people uncomfortable. <laughs> what if he gets caught? Which is like. Who would care now? But yeah, then then he went to TNA and started the uh, bisexual angle, and it went nowhere. And, like, I, I, yeah. I can't believe this. Well, you know, he does eight pounds of coke and cornholes some ridiculous <laughs> hooker. And he's like, mm. All right, awful person. A woman. <laughs> he kissed a man. <laughs> Not a normal hooker, but regular a ridiculous cocaine. Hunter. That's he's like, baby, help me set up this leather strap so that I can asphyxiate myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can get off anymore. But man, those queers, <laughs> total <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> Happy Pride Day. Uh, Happy Pride yes. Day. Uh, so let's move on to... Sorry, I have so many uh, tangents. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I think this is the final uh, movie-based clip uh, that I have. Again, narrated by HBK. I feel like this one will be a, a quick uh, point for whoever gets it. Uh, here goes. And remember the time frame for all of these. Was he like basically saying he was doing it better than Savage? Was that what he was implying? Well, I think he said he was saying that Jim the, the Anvil Nightheart was better than Shawn Michaels. Oh, I see. That. Mm. But it was this is also like a very weird period because it's the end of the year and like I guess HPK had to take a month or two off, so he's he's doing an announcing with Vince and like I've also been watching some. I've been watching a lot of wrestling guys, <laughs> uh, but like I've also been watching 1996 pay per views where uh, Shawn Michaels was champion, mm-hmm. and just like the level of adoration that Vince has for Shawn, where it's like, like you're the man that's gonna save this company. Him. I love you. You're the best. Ah, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> and and it's just like even like with him on commentary, I think he's just like so fond of like, yeah he was sean was like his favorite son like yeah i mean not undeservedly because sean is the he might be the best performer that's yeah. ever been in the ring like, but in terms of like hulk hogan made more money stone mm-hmm. cold made more money and of course like still like this was when like like nobody was gonna make money yeah, like, yeah. And, and like vince can't couldn't pretend to be like a just a impartial announcer mm-hmm. at that point but it's just like the level like of how happy he was that yeah. sean was around it went though was everybody like, I said just love when you're around sean <laughs> <laughs> though everybody back then does say like sean was like a piece of shit oh, like yeah. everybody like that was in the on the wrestlemania rewind about sean and taker at mm, 25 yeah. yeah they talk about how the two of them barely ever wrestled and it was partially because like they hated each other like yeah. the taker 
told him, I don't want to work with you. Like, but then you, also, like, Bret Hart hated his guts. They hated each other. Yeah, they both hated his guts. And so they, right. and it was partially them protecting their spot and stuff, too. Like, nobody wanted to work with him. And that, that also, like, Taker was, is, he's usually characterized as, like, the general of the locker room. Like, mm-hmm. he was the guy who yeah. led the locker room. Everybody loved him. While, meanwhile, Sean and the rest of the clique, they had their own little side gig of just working with each other. And so, which was very anti the spirit of the locker room that Taker was trying to get. So anyway, I got to say that I, I do, it does make you pine for the days where they would actually say, and now some promotional copy because yeah. they would never in a million years do that today. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's about the app and it's about what new movie Kevin it's about Hart. showing my host loves yeah. his Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. I really enjoy this. And hard cutting to Jon Stewart who looks uncomfortable being on uh, camera. Yeah. Well, look, they, look. <laughs> popular someone is here. I wonder if Jon Stewart will talk about us on his show tomorrow. Yes. Mm. One, yeah, wait. and now they would just have dir- much more direct ads of like, here's Hugh Jackman to promote his new film. Yeah. Here's Kevin Hart, the big wrestler. Everybody in wrestling loves Kevin Hart. Uh, so if you want to hear HBK be an asshole to someone, I've got one last clip of oh. him. This is the beginning of the era where USA had original programming. Mm, uh, Pacific Blue? Uh, no, Ew. a little bit before that. Uh, Silk Stockings? Weird Son of the Science. Beach. Set, no, this is, a, this is a show that might be up your wheelhouse, Brett. Up uh, your wheelhouse? Up your wheelhouse? In your Leave wheelhouse? my wheelhouse out of this. <laughs> Shatner's tech war. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, teaser, we're going to be talking about a lot of tech war the next time we do an episode. Oh, uh, boy. There was a good month where uh, Shatner was on the That's show. That's why he was wow. on it was for tech war. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, boy. I remember he was on Talk Soup for tech war several times. Yeah. That show, man. <laughs> I never, I barely ever watched it, but because that was around, like, Next Gen had just gone off the air, I think, yeah. and it was like... Because if this is all still that 94, 95 window, it's like Next Gen has begun off the air in May of 94. The mm-hmm. first movie came out. I was still like kind of poo-pooing the original series because I'm like, Next Gen's way better. And getting in real nasty fights at school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the Trek nerds were just, it was vicious. <laughs> um, so I was like, William Shatner, who cares? Mm-hmm. So I never really watched that much. What about yeah. Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda? Same thing. Like yeah. He was dead. <laughs> Brett shanking a kid in the cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a tech war joke? It did. About textbooks. Oh, they had the entire run of Tech War books. Yeah. Well, the kids have to learn about Tech War sometimes. Yeah, there we go. There <laughs> it is. I think it's Tech War that has... I can't remember if it's Tech War or maybe some other game that has this amazing Genesis soundtrack that was never completed, but the music is on YouTube. And I think it's Tech War or some huh. comparable show, but it's like, this music is so goddamn good. There was a Super NES game. I, uh-huh. Whatever. We'll talk about Tech War <laughs> later. Uh, Doki Doki Tech War. Yeah. Uh, if you want a, a, a small slice of HBK, HBK being an asshole, here he's talking about the actress in Tech War. Greg who? Greg Evigan. I don't know if the guy's hardly a movie star, but William Shatner's in it. And they star in the USA original series Saturday night at 7 o'clock, 6 central on USA. Well, I'm talking about William Shatner. He's going to be right here next week live on Monday Night Raw from the Summit in Houston for that big blockbuster second anniversary of Monday Night Raw. So mm, William yeah, Shatner will be here for the next episode of Cheap Popcast. Oh boy! Not live, mm. uh, and not an anniversary. <laughs> not in Houston. And not in Houston. He'll be here digitally. Yes, <laughs> in San Francisco, mm-hmm. at some undetermined time in the future. 
But that will do it for episode 28 of the Cheap Popcast. Uh, hope you've enjoyed our musings on Money in the Bank and these very odd selection of clips. Mm-hmm. R.A.P. Macho Man. Ho- hopefully I'll still find some more clips of you for of reading it's pretty great clips it's such an amazing era i think of the clips you found on this like when nitros start getting put on there i bet we'll find even worse like tnt programming like damn yeah and and of tony shivani going like well you know brain thunder (laughs) in paradise really sounds great and don't forget that the nba finals are after this yeah yep (laughs) and you can visit hulk hogan's pasta mania jesus (laughs) In the Mall of America. Yes. Uh, as we close out, do you guys have plugs you'd like to share? Well, tradition is to do Laser the, uh, Time first, the Laser Time mm-hmm. podcast, the home podcast of this network. There was, uh, I know there's a few good ones of Bruin. They just uh, posted uh, a t- Laser Time classic that was like, I think it was a grown-up messages yep. in, in kids' cartoons. And there was also a recent one I really like starring Greg Moore, which uh, Greg a man, mm-hmm. where he talked about his time in Japan. It was good times. Also, Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that I host every week. Uh, getting close to 100. I'm getting a little worried, i got to say. Got to do like something. Pe- like people expect something. Gotta I am on two. extra spice in there. Would you like me to capture more Monday Night Raw clips for you? Yeah, let's just do. I'll steal that. <laughs> I'll just steal that from your thing. No, I'll get Clash of the Champions clips. That'll ah. be nice. Something will shock the world. Uh, VGEmpire.com, <laughs> VGEmpire Twitter, uh, video game music podcast. We just did an all Breath of Fire episode celebrating 20 years of Breath of Fire. Hey. Uh, so that's one through. Recorded f- live on location. Oh, we were at E3. We were at E3 in, a ho- in our hotel room. Uh, but, I mean, other shows, um, Dunk Kong Country episodes, Ninja Turtles episodes, Ease episode, everybody. Hey. Come on. Lords of Thunder. Video game music. We did a rock and wrestling episode back uh, yeah. in 2013. I think it was episode whatever number. Still but relevant. Still relevant. Nobody's uh, died. Nobody's, well, maybe, yeah. Um, Ultimate yeah. Warrior died. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Some of our, uh, <laughs> but a lot of the, the classic, like, 8-bit and 16 and even some of the N64 games. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet on that episode we said Ultimate Warrior will never die. We yeah. Uh, we said that exact phrase. I don't know what we said. I it, listened to it again at some point. Uh, yeah. His heart seems very in shape and will mm-hmm. never <laughs> give, out. Uh, give out. Unexpectedly. Yeah. Uh, at Pseudobred on Twitter. Uh, I actually found this uh, set of YouTube videos where they sort of parody TV intros. Yes. Chris made a blog post about it on Laser Time. Uh, if you like TV and old cartoon shows like Doug and Slit Your Shorts, True Detective, <laughs> more recent stuff even. It's great. This mm. kid has basically just, he takes the actual intro of the show and then makes the fakest, stupidest, most hilarious like fake song over it. Yeah. It's like, the, <laughs> the channel's like Dot Fist. Dot, dot, dot Fist. Dot Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dot like, Fist. Literally, seriously, go. Like, all, all his videos have like a hundred or two hundred views. Yeah, it's, it's fucking it, criminal. It is like, criminal. It's where it's like literally anything I ever put on YouTube doesn't deserve to have more hits than his stuff. Like yeah. that's they're funny. The lyrics are great, and the music range when you after you've watched them all, you're like, this is really good. Yeah. The GI Joe one is so good. <laughs> that is Twin a- Peaks is so good. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, uh, cheappodcast.com. Please rate, review us on iTunes, subscribe, all that good stuff. Amazon links, T-shirts, donations. Thanks for listening. As we do every week, we close out with the uh, wrestler theme chosen by the previous month's prediction winner. So for payback, payback, yes, (laughs) the Uh, the very memorable payback. Yeah, Tron was the only person who got all seven uh, picks correctly, 
And uh, he chose a um, kind of douchey 2007-2008 theme from The Legacy, which was was the Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase Jr. faction. Well, simply Ted DiBiase. They didn't want you to think of Jr. Like, he he just... But he was Jr. He he was... Yeah, his father is Ted DiBiase. Uh, He's the guy who doesn't wrestle anymore anywho uh but so, who was very nice when i met him that one time yeah he did Told the last story so yeah. talk radar he was a good sport so accommodating he yeah. really was and he told me that story about randy savage which didn't have to <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we'll play out the show with this awesome awesome song I almost want you guys to stay on for like until the 45 second mark because that's that's when the lyrics really kick in. Uh, Man, this is right up there with F Zero. This is the ad for University of Phoenix. (laughs) Maybe the Motorcycle Technology Institute during this video. All right, so here's the bridge. Right after this. We are wrestlers. All right. Yikes. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks for the next episode of Cheap Podcast.